When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi there. You can tell, because I'm looking right at you, that this is both an audio and video podcast. Actually, no, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you can't tell because you can't see I'm looking at you. But if you look at this on Facebook, this is a conundrum. If you look at this on Facebook, you can see I'm looking into the camera and I'm looking at you for this podcast, videocast, combocast. You ready? This is a good one. Tom, this was Tom's research. This was his baby, and it is a good one. This is a great topic. It is so timely. Oh, oh, I, I'm excited to hear it. I And I really don't know the, the rest of the story, but we're going to find out. I'm Don McDonald in lovely Florida where, wow, we are just getting thunderstorms. And Tom, he's in chilly Seattle where, wow, they're not getting anything but a little miserable weather. Um, and, uh, that's Tom Cock right there. See him, see him over there in his little room. Hi. Yeah. Thanks. The museum of model military aircraft. <laughs> Need another M there. I know I couldn't come up with one modern military mm, materials okay. that fly. Materials. You know, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, flying, kinda works. flying matter. Never mind. Kind of works. It's not working. No, it's terrible. It was terrible. I can't, I'll think about this. Anyway, um, here's the deal. There is a belief, particularly in America, this is a pervasive belief. I, I, I remember my first wife's father owned a lot of land, and he wouldn't invest in anything but land. There is nothing better than land. You can never go wrong with real estate. You've heard people say it. You can real estate. It's the best investment. It's secure. It never goes down. Or if it does, it doesn't go down for very long. It always goes up. It's a moneymaker, passive income. There's a thousand podcasts relating to real estate and how you can't go wrong with real estate. You too can fly your own little private jet and have your luxury car with 13 women who look like models and will <laughs> accompany you to the promised land. When you go or something. 13. The lucky 13. 13. The what are you, 13. Eric C. Khan or something? 16 I'm, wives? Come I'm, on. I'm starting my own religion. <laughs> I'm starting. <laughs> hey, you know. Good luck. do it all the time. I'm, I am I think I could be a good evangelist. Don't oh, you? definitely. Yeah. No question. Yeah, I get my 13 wives. My wife will kill all of them. And then me. In that order. Um, I'm sorry, I digress. Real estate. Tom has found something fascinating about real estate. I don't know where he found it, but it goes to that myth. You know, of it doesn't real estate get as much, always being a good place to be. It doesn't get as much publicity in this case as I think it nearly deserves. This, by the way, is no big secret. This comes from the Wall Street Journal. But some of the lessons, I think, are huge. Here's the opening paragraph. The housing boom of the past two years propelled U.S. home prices to record highs throughout the country. But in hundreds 
hundreds of cities, the red hot market hasn't yet brought back prices to where they stood 15 years ago. Okay, now let's stop there. Hold on. I want to just let that sink in for a minute. 15 years with no movement upward in real estate prices. That is a very, very- 477 cities. Prices fell so hard. This is continuing from the article. Prices fell so hard during the subprime crisis or climbed back so gradually in these cities that the current buying wave is only beginning to make a homeowner who bought there during the last boom, make them even, pardon, make even. In other words, getting back to where they were, not including inflation. This is just the number compared to the number. Oh, wait a minute. This isn't after inflation. Even. No, so, this is So they haven't comparison. even kept up with inflation. Nope. Net, no. Net, net loss after inflation. Yeah. Home values in Detroit, Flint, mm-hmm. Hartford, Chicago, Cleveland, major, those are not little places. No, these have are big not cities. rebounded to where they were in 2007, by the way, which is coincidentally the year that I bought the house that I currently reside in, which went straight, which went down, straight down for three years. After you bought Don it. remembers me saying, you know, that was a really <laughs> bad buy. Of course, yeah. I stuck it out because it's where I live and I like living here. And now it's worth far more. But let me give this is. Okay, that's one part of the story, but here's the other part that I find fascinating. The typical home value nationwide in April stood at $344,000. Okay. Typical home, $344,000. That is up 58% from its April 2007 peak of $218,000. Remember, April 2007, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 2018, April 2022, 344,000. Do you know what increase that is? I can tell you. You don't have to guess. It's a lot. 58%. You told me that before. Okay. So that sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what if you just took that same money and invested in, oh, I don't know, globally diversified stock portfolio? That made 139% in the same period of time. And by the way, the 58% increase over 15 years, guess what that is? Oh, a little over 3% a year, which is, or I think we right generally about tell inflation. people. Yeah, we generally tell people, yeah, you make a little more than inflation and no one ever believes you. They argue tooth, no, that real estate makes way more than that, blah, 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 blah. Always does. Okay, so to reiterate, just to encapsulate what you're saying you're saying basically that from 2007 to today that despite the big real estate boom we just had that everybody's crowing about that even with that factored in the average increase in the value of real estate nationwide is right at the rate of inflation yeah it is. And again, that, that's one part of the story. The other part, frankly, is this fact that 477, uh, 477 markets throughout the country are actually still underwater from the peak of 15 years ago. For example, they talk about Chicago, where the typical home value in April, 315000 It is barely above, not including inflation, the peak value in April 2007 of 314000 So it's $1,000 more than it was 15 years ago. A thousand dollar gain on thousand dollar gain. Yeah. I mean, so again, so for all of you people that A think you're gonna get rich quick because real estate only goes up, 
No. For those of you who think you're going to buy something and flip it really quickly and it's going to be, you know, because the market only goes up. No. Long term, we've said this many years. These aren't our numbers. Real estate makes just a tad more than inflation, 3% a year or so. Real estate is illiquid. And by the way, here's the other thing about real estate. If you're in one of those 477 markets and you need the money, you may not be able to sell your house. There are periods of time where real estate is severely illiquid. You cannot find a buyer. That does happen. Well, maybe you find them when it's, you know, you're willing to take how much off. So this is not as easy. The, 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 again, we have said many times on this program, Don, own a home for lifestyle, where you want to live, what you can afford, what it says about who you are, and but not because you're going to get rich. And again, the other part of this for me still would be don't pay down that mortgage faster if it's 4% or less because you can make more by taking that same money, investing it properly and staying liquid. So well, yeah, I because if you, if you that's the liquidity point. If yeah. you had put money into a house 15 years ago in one of these markets that hasn't moved and you mortgaged it to the hilt, you've got no money to take out. Exactly. You're stuck. So I'm not trying to pick on people that sell real estate, got one in the family. I'm not trying to pick on those of you who think they're going to make, but there, there's ways to opt to buy homes and be an operator, a business person, because there's all kinds of businesses you can buy that are successful. That could be one. I'm okay with those things. What I'm not okay with is you buying something and thinking you'll flip it in a year. You buying something and think, oh, it, it has to go up 10 to 20% a year. No. It doesn't. And so the coasts obviously do better, but 477 cities in the country that are still basically underwater from 15 years ago. Wow. That, I mean, that should be front page of the journal, not inside. Yeah, it really it. should. And and can you send me that list? Because Debbie and I are looking for a place to move to. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I want to go somewhere that's a lot cheaper than here since prices have gone up. You want to go a lot cheaper? Okay. Here's, here's your cheaper. You ready? Give me a good one. I don't want Detroit. Right, this is good. <laughs> no offense to you people in Detroit. <laughs> the typical home in Detroit, $66,000 at the okay, end of Okay, I can afford a couple of those. That is, by the way, below the peak of April of August 2006 of $74,000. Can so you give me one 8, in the 000. mountains or something? <laughs> I- <laughs> well, you, you're so picky. Come on, man. I just made you. You imagine buying a home today for $60,000? $60,000? Loving that. My, but anyway, yeah, so. yeah. I hope it's, is it a nice neighborhood at least? Oh, no, it's Detroit. Uh, I, no offense just to Detroit. I'm going to yeah. get in trouble again. I know it. I know I've spent I've spent a lot of time yeah, in Detroit. Yeah. Had family there. Not that I wanted family there, but I've had family there. Anyway, um, here's something. Go back to your average home. The 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 increase in the average home to 300, what did you say, 344? Yeah. From two-something? Two what was the increase? 18 to 344. 218 to 344. Now, let's just take a look at a globally diversified, a globally diversified mutual fund that existed over that same period. There weren't many because that's 15 years. Harder to find. So we're going to go back to 2007. Yep. um, And that was right before the market crashed. 
So remember, it we've was. got the market yep. crash of 07 built into this and the 90, current market decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yep, have the current correct. market decline. So yep. if you had put $200,000 into the Dimensional Funds Global Equity Fund, which is a stock 100%, fund. 100% 100% global. Right, 100% global. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it did not do very well over those 15 years compared to how it's done in the past. It just didn't. However, if you'd put that $200,000 in this fund, you would have done twice as well as real estate because, well, not twice as well, uh, about one and a half times as well, because you would be sitting right now on about $600,000. So the two went to six. Right. 218 went to six. I gave you the number. It's 139% increase in that same period of time. Yeah. And that was with an average annual return for the stock market over that period of six and a half percent per year. Again, which is people think that's not that great. You compound that every year, it adds up. It's a, well, when you look at it in terms of the real estate, good. when I think about what my house, and I know about what my house was worth in at the peak in late 2007, it was right around $900,000 at the peak. And I look at where it is today, I'm only up by maybe 35%. And here's the thing that's fascinating. If you come here, and talk to people in Seattle, they believe, well, that this is what real estate does, right? They don't know what an anomaly the Pacific Northwest truly has become for a variety. And by the way, I know California's had a good run. I know Nevada went straight up, went straight down, has gone straight up. And same thing with Phoenix. So there's places that have and done Florida, something similar. And Florida, parts of Florida. Yeah, so, similar. But people have a tendency to believe, well, this happens here, so it happens everywhere. The point I'm trying to make is, no, it doesn't. And this could have been a completely unusual period of time in those places for what a technology here, whatever reason that you may be buying somewhere else and your experience could be completely different for a lengthy period. 15 years is a pretty long period of time. I mean, think about it for a minute, though. Overall, this is kind of normal. If you had bought a a house in, in Detroit and your company moved to Seattle, uh, you were probably, even though you had to pay a lot more money, you probably didn't mind that move because your lifestyle probably improved. Or if you had to move from from Flint, Michigan to Florida, oh, okay, I pay more for a house, but my life, that's to the point about houses being lifestyle decisions. Mm-hmm. People aren't as concerned. If If you get a great job in a great place, you're willing to pay more for a house. And that's that supply and demand aspect of this whole thing. Houses are not like businesses. They the, Houses are a lot like gold. Houses are a lot like crypto even, I hate to say, except for the lifestyle factor. A house cannot by itself become more valuable unless more people move to that area and want houses. And that's so well illustrated by this. 477 cities around the country have not recovered to their pre-crash of 08 levels. I think it's a shocking shocking number. It is shocking. And again, I think it should get more attention. And I often wonder, is there a conspiracy here not to give it more because the real estate industry doesn't want you to really know? Of course the real estate industry doesn't want you to know that. Of course they don't. I mean, come on. They they are, like the insurance industry, they're a very tightly knit cabal. 
They 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 control what people know about them at every turn. The insurance and, industry doesn't want you to know how crooked they are in some ways. They don't want you to know that. And by the way, how much they charge, which despite oh. many other influences, oh, he's opening the same it was he, forty or fifty years ago. So he's he's opening up that I am just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, look that at it, those worms in there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a, because I got a big is that appetite. a six and a half percent? Oh no, that's just a six percent worm. They've come down a yeah. little bit. Mm, oh, look yeah. at those old seven percent worms down at the bottom of the can. Whoa, Despite, look way down there in the can. Seven percent commission worms. And more they interestingly enough to that. me would be when you see new players like Zillow and what happened to them when they tried to get in the market and create kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for them? Not really. Well, I mean, it's pretty much forced them to merge with another company. Now it's Zillow My Pillow. <laughs> oh, please, let's not go to My Pillow. That really blows the mood, Zillow. which is already not that Zillow great today. My so, pillow. <laughs> so does that mean Mike Liddell will be uh, in here to tell you that all my shit was rigged? Don't. Anyway, let's, uh, let's anyway. Uh, there was something else I was going to say until I got into the no. can of worms thing. I mean, oh no, it, no, I was going to mention the securities industry. Yeah, the real right. estate industry doesn't realize yet, but their number, their days of high commissions are numbered, ladies and gentlemen. They are numbered because when I was a stockbroker, way back in the olden days, when I was a stockbroker, we charged commissions. They, they can see you that you're using that thing. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a video. <laughs> the effects. The effects that you're paid a lot of money for, really yeah. not that They don't effective. work on video. <laughs> not, not really. Somebody's yeah, gonna anyway. say, what are you, eight uh, years old or something? Come on. Uh-huh. Kind of, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. In a way. Uh, but eight and a half percent. And now yeah. the highest load you find on most funds is five and three quarter. And that's Well, high. and you can buy stocks for free today. So, Although, future topic, future topic spoiler. Yes. Ah. Uh. That the times for that may be a changing because uh, I pay saw for that, order yeah. flow, pay I for saw order that. flow may go away, and that would destroy yeah. Robinhood's oh, source yeah. of income. Yeah, would they would them. have to start. Be, there's no reason for them to provide free trading if they're not getting a kickback somewhere. And I will call uh-huh. it a kickback, by the way. Call it whatever it's, you like. It is a kickback. Yeah. And, and it's so funny the way they again. Here's another industry that will twist the story. Well, payment for order flow has been responsible for lowering commissions. Yeah, but at the expense of what? Yeah, we don't exactly. tr- at transparency. Transparency. It's not transparent in any way. Yeah, oh, completely wait. agree. Let me clean that screen. I don't know if that's transparent. <laughs> I can't enough. even barely see you. The can, yeah. man. Where's the? Where's the? Where's the? What? What can? Bugs? There's no can here. There's, there's oh, no, pardon there's me. No, there are no worms in Nothing this can. To you see notice here. what this is? You I don't know. This beer. Is? I hope. I can't read it. Exploria Stadium was that when we went to the soccer That's game? It's the World Cup game. This is you World stole Cup the Cup. you stole the I stole Cup. the World Cup. <laughs> you stole <laughs> he stole the World. There's the I guy did. right there. I get I him. The World Cup. <laughs> and the World Cup this year goes to Don McDonald. What guys even play right. soccer? Come on. I, I actually before we go, I actually have a pseudo <laughs> question that came in. Okay, pseudo. It's not I can't really a you question. Stole the World Cup, man. I stole the World Cup, <laughs> and you can't have it. It's too hot. Don't come down to Florida. It's too hot. You don't want to come down here right now. You burn to yourself world, to get the World, world Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. it's raining right now. I got to find this one. Where did it go? What there is we this go. one? What? Um, 
It it's entitled "Yup, You Were Right." Ooh, we'll take that one all day. Uh huh. Uh huh. We know it wasn't from anybody who knows us well, so sure. Okay. I've been listening to your podcast for the past couple of years. At the time, I had my retirement funds invested with two different advisors, and I was managing one-third of it myself, research- researching the top-performing funds in different classes and specialties, energy, tech, healthcare, etc. I did pretty well with most of them, but I found myself not keeping up with it like I should and with too much cash where I, well, I decided where to put it. I finally took your advice and put it with a 100% fiduciary advisor. Mark Hebner, you're welcome. Ah, so he went to IFA. IFA good work. Yeah. yeah, good. And I sleep much better at night. Tonight, I found my list of top funds from two years ago I, I, that I was either invested in or going to invest in. Almost all of them are way down this year and have been underperforming the indexes. Thanks for all you do to educate the public in a way that's far less confusing than all of Mark's charts. He didn't say wow. that last part. I added that in. No, you you added nine I added it in. pages Mark of is run like, on charts. If you guys don't know who Mark Hebner is. <laughs> you, you should see his website, really. I mean, it's uh, remarkable. Oh, no, wait. This is video. Here, if you haven't seen Mark Hebner's website, here, let me just pull it up for you. It, Take a look it at IFA.com. <laughs> he has a chart about everything. He's a chart about why it's cloudy and rainy here all the time in Seattle. There you go. Here we go. See, I'm scrolling down through it. Yeah, there you go. It goes Check on. Check that out. Look. And on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You want to know about anything related to investing the numbers? They're there. It's, it's remarkable. We know well, Mark way, really well because we worked with Mark great. for a while. We, yep. we helped him. I have I have one more. E- I didn't realize I forgot an email too. Oh, you do this not. This is to Don. This is to Don from Cristiano Ronaldo. He says, Don, okay. return yeah, got- my World Cup. I don't know what that means, but he says return his World Cup. So apparently he needs you it for and, the World Cup. I don't know. And, so You come and take it from me, Ronaldo. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I be don't drinking really anything know who from you that are, cup, but, but I that's think you. you're a soccer player. Oh well, Tom's got a flight to uh, to Doha coming up next uh, I the do. end of this year. I so do. Maybe if I'm feeling generous, you can take the World Cup to the to World Cup. Cutter to the World Cup. Okay, all take right. The world. Oh, that would be kind of fun to go. Look, I found the World Cup. I got the World Cup, guys. Look at. We haven't even won I a game the yet. The whole oh. World Cup. <laughs> In my hands. Well, I thought Ronaldo was referring to a different World Cup, but we'll leave it at that. There's a different World Cup? <laughs> a different item called the World Cup, but we'll leave it at that. Oh, no. Don't even go there. I don't even want to think that way. Stop it. God, he has a dirty mind. <laughs> this is good Sorry. reason. That was good reason there's any to pull the plug on this stupid podcast. <laughs> oh, they're going to pull the plug on me? That's I'm it? pulling it. Okay. I'm pulling it okay. right now because I'm That's done good. talking real money. 
We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.